the Let's Go Racing Family Podcast, sharing our love through NASCAR, running, and just racing through life. Hosted by Sebastian, Giovanni, Karen, Tony, and me, Johan. Each week, we'll talk about our view of the world through the lens of racing. Hello, and welcome back to the Let's Go Racing Family Podcast. This week, we're going to be going over the Cookout Southern 500, which took place on Mar- at Darlington. Sorry, I'm not sure why I said Martinsville. But it happened in Darlington. It was an interesting race, and it was a tough race for a lot of playoff drivers. Some notable, such as Ryan Blaney, Kevin Harvick, and others. So let's get into it. This is the first race of the 10-part playoffs. And as Gio said, there were a lot of drivers that had issues. Like, it felt like every 20 or 30 laps, you saw something involving one of the 16 drivers. And it was like, man, are we? this is, like, really chaotic for the playoffs. Yeah, that was an interesting point for this race was that, you know, this is the first race of the chase. You'd think that, you know, these drivers and these cars came ready to compete and they were just somehow getting themselves in wrecks, um, spinning, uh, cutting tires down. It was just not a good night for some drivers. Um, A lot of Darlington stripes on cars. Um, and for the most part, a lot of these drivers were out for the night or laps down. There were a few, there were a couple drivers, uh, like Kevin Harvick and, um, Martin Truex Jr., who, despite their struggles at the very beginning, um, were able to come back and get a really good finish. You know, I, I think of the playoffs, it's a time when teams, regardless of sport, they all want to do their best, right? And when the playoffs start, And sometimes you see this play out in the NBA. I've seen it play out in the NFL where teams that are supposed to be favorites, they come out for whatever reason and they lay an egg and they just don't do well. Um, The good thing in certain sports like basketball and baseball, if you do that, you have a series to recover. The good thing with NASCAR is this is a race one of a 10 race playoff run. So a lot of these teams, even though, They didn't do well. They have a chance to recover. And in fact, uh, I want to ask you guys about that. Of the drivers that had trouble, who do you think is most likely to turn things around and actually have a really strong run in the playoffs? So let me just remind our listeners of the drivers that had trouble. So, um, Mom, you mentioned Kevin Harvick, but he ended up, you know, doing pretty well. So we're not going to consider him as one that had to recover because he actually did finish. He did end up finishing pretty well, but you had Alex Bowman. You had uh Kyle Busch, William Byron, Chase Elliott, Ryan Blaney literally spun around and lost his brakes. You had McDowell that like completely wrecked and damaged his car really badly. And uh, was after out losing very control, early like, on. And out very early. Yeah. So of all those drivers, who do you think is most likely to recover and actually contend for the championship? Honestly, I think Ryan Blaney. He was running really well during most of the most of the regular season. 
And I think he did okay in the race, but I think he's the one I, who could recover the best and potentially pull something good out of it. I don't completely disagree with you. I think he definitely has shown a lot this year. He's won three times, and uh, there's going to be a lot of different tracks coming up where he can show his strength. Uh, his teammate is doing well, which always bodes well for the team. So, um, okay. So you say Ryan Blaney. Johan, who do you think of the drivers that had problems on night one, on the race one of the playoffs, who do you think is the most likely to recover? Well, he's the defending champion of NASCAR. I think Chase Elliott, he did really good because this is basically the same playoff format from last year, except for like two races that switch places. But that's going to come in later. These races are the same. See, like he can recover. So like Richmond did pretty good. And then Bristol, he did pretty good as well. He can recover these races. All right. I mean. You cannot, you know, there was an old saying from an old basketball coach in in Houston who said, never underestimate the heart of a champion because his team in year two, uh, his name was Rudy T coach. I think it was Rudy coach Rudy. I have to look that up now to verify. But anyway, the coach of the Houston Rockets year one, they won a championship year two. They did not have a very good year and people counted them out. And he kept saying, don't ever underestimate the heart of a champion. And you know what ended up happening in year two with the Houston Rockets? They won again. They won the second championship. And so I think with Chase Elliott, exactly what you said. He is a champion. He proved it last year. Maybe he's got a shot to do something again this year. The reason I didn't choose really Byron is because I thought he was going to do good in Darlington. And with that momentum in Darlington, he can carry it on to the championship four. Now I regret the, my decision. Well, after one race, you already regret it. I was just going to remind you, who did you choose for the playoffs to win the championship? William Byron, you're already off the train. So even if he, he could win next week, and then all of a sudden things change. I jumped on the Chase Elliott train. If he wins again, I'm going to jump back on. Well, oh my goodness. You just jump from train to train. Well, I guess it's I guess it's all okay because it's Team Hendrick, right? Is that is that why you're able to do that? Yep. If it was some, some other team, I would just have to stay on that team. Hendrick is my team. Of course. All right, Sebastian, what do you think of the drivers that had trouble? Who do you think is going to turn it around? I think there's a strong possibility that Kyle Busch could be that driver. He he has been struggling a lot, especially in this race, and he did express his um, anger in a situation we will get to later. But the next two races are Richmond and Bristol, which are tracks Kyle Busch is really good at. And I think if he's able to drive well and get um, good finishes, he can still have a shot at um, making it to Phoenix. We didn't really set it up this way, but I mean, you know, think about the way that these guys just answered their question. You had Team Penske over here answering Ryan Blaney. You had Hendrick over there answering for Chase Elliott and Sebastian Cobbush. No surprise. And honestly, I can't argue with that. Um, I'm going to give you mine in a second, but I'm going to ask mom, Karen, who do you think? And you could use one of the drivers they already mentioned. I am. I am. I think all the all the boys got really great answers, but I'm definitely going to go with uh, hands down Chase Elliott. I mean, Johan already said everything he had to say, you know, reigning champion, Team Hendricks. He can uh, turn it around. Multiple wins this season. So I, I, you know what? I can't argue with that. It's not wrong, in my opinion. 
Um, that's not who I think is the favorite of the of the drivers that had the most trouble. He can get hot very quickly, and I and he's so talented, but he can also get frustrated very easily too. So if that's you part say of Michael downfall. McDowell, yeah, I, no, I was, not I was Michael McDowell. Okay, I was good. Say, I know. I was looking down my list, and I'm like, no, well, who I'm was actually going to go with Sebastian's pick. I actually think Kyle Busch. I mean, think about Kyle Busch. One of his championships, he won after being out for a significant portion of the season with a leg injury. He overcame that and ended up winning the championship. So if there's anybody in this playoff field right now that has already proven his ability to overcome big challenges, it's him. Now, he needs to get a hold of he his emotions. To, that, that's the thing. And he needs to get his head in the game. That's the thing. And focus on that. Because I agree with you. He is an extremely talented driver who can come back from anything as we've seen before. And you actually hit it right on the head. He needs to get out of his own way, though. Uh, we'll talk about him in a second. But, yeah, that's my thing is he needs to get out of his own way because if he gets his emotions checked, he can control. But Because here's the thing. Even though this playoff is is 10 races – the reality is you got to make it out of each round, right. right? And so this first round is three races. And you have basically given yourself uh, you know, a, a bad situation now. You're kind of out of it. And a lot of these drivers, even McDowell said it. I don't think it's going to happen for him. But even he said it for himself. Any shot for him to get into the next round, he's got to win. Like So now the pressure is ratcheted up a little bit. Uh, or not a little bit, a lot for these drivers that had trouble. Uh, and it's pretty interesting. It, was, it feels like it's half the playoff field had a, a bunch of trouble. So definitely. Anyway. And that's the that's the challenge is that if you have a bad first race, you drop back in points. It's going to take you. It's going to make it harder for you to get up to be able to pa to go on to the next round, because like you said, three races and you have to be the top 12. Yeah. And if you're you know, outside of that, because you have, you know, a few bad races or a couple, but even a couple bad races, that's that ends your, you know, chase or your your chase um, reign. Yeah. So. So we'll see what happens. All right. So I don't think we wrapped up this race. So, Johan, why don't you take us through the 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 top five finishers and who won each of the stages? And then uh, we can put a, a bow on this uh, on the race recap portion. And there are a couple other questions I wanted to get into with you guys about this race. The stage one winner was Denny Hamlin. Stage two was Kyle Larson. And the top five finishers were in fifth, Kevin Harvick, fourth, Marshall Jr., third, the Melon Man, Ross Chastain himself, second, Kyle Larson, and first, Denny Hamlin. And one thing about Ross Chastain is that he's like trying to show Trackhouse that they chose the right guy to drive for that number one car for Trackhouse. And he did perform... Very well today. Could have won today if Hamlin and Larson wrecked today. So congrats on Roth Chastain. I have to say that I chose um, Kurt Busch to be the... the. Be, I mean, obviously, when it first happened, I thought that Kurt Busch should have been the person, the driver that was picked to go to track house. But I have to say that Ross Chastain has been making an impression. I mean, he's had pretty... Good finishes. He finished, uh, obviously, third. And then in Nashville, he finished second, didn't he? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, he's done He's done pretty well. He's been up there. Basically, the thing is, he's been up there. His name, his name and number has been making, you know, um, 
the TV. And so, you know, we're getting to hear more um, of him. So I think he's actually, you know, a good pick. We'll see what happens next year with uh, Team Trackhouse. Yeah. And, and again, his his him doing well has been super consistent. Like even in this race, if you look at it at the end of stage one, he was in ninth at the end of stage uh, two, he was in third and he finished the race in third. And at one point he led. So yeah, actually on my notes that I took during the race, I, I put running strong. He was one of the strong runners yeah. of the race. Yeah, he did. He did really, really well. So, uh, but let's, let's really quickly talk about the fact that Denny Hamlin won for the first time this season after 27 races, 26 in the regular and then playoff race number one. I, Cannot believe it took him this long. I, to I know. I was going to say that. I can't believe that he didn't win a single race during the regular season. And then he comes in and wins the first one. It's like you needed to win. I mean, he got in on points, but you pretty much needed to win a race to get in to the chase. Right. And now he just, you know, got himself a, a ticket to the next round. Yeah, if if um him and Harvick didn't like win, or if like him and Harvick didn't win, but other more drivers and all sixteen drivers were in, Hamlin could have been out of the playoffs. And now he's already in round number two. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like Tony Stewart in twenty eleven. He stinks at the start of the year, doing horrible, bad, and then gets like so much wins. And he beats Kyle or Carl Edwards. I was about to say Kyle Larson because Kyle Larson is basically the Carl Edwards in the story, and Denny <laughs> Hamlin is the Tony Stewart. Well, we still got a lot more chapters of the story to go. This is only uh, round one, race number. New one. champion predicting. All right, hold, predict- hold on, hold on. You can't. You just started. Cha- you change your championship pick. Now you're making more predictions on the championship. Who you think is going to win now? Chase Elliott or Denny Hamlin? Oh, of course, man. Chase <laughs> bandwagon. I know. Uh, all right. So, yeah, Danny Hamlin won. Uh, I, OK, so let me just ask you real quick. I, I guess we already got Johan's answer. Now that Danny Hamlin won for the first time this year after winning seven times. And mind you, he won seven times last year. Do you now consider him the favorite to win it all? And I think Johan already answered that question by saying he's now one of his top two uh, favorites, even over William Byron, who last week. Johanna had picked to win the championship. William Byron's out round of 16. Oh, my goodness. You are unbelievable. I, if William Byron hears this and ever meets you, I'm going to tell him, look, man, he had you for before the playoffs. <laughs> and after week one, you, you were out. Gio, what do you think? Do you think Denny Hamlin now is should be considered a favorite to win a championship? As competitive as he may be and coming off of a win at Darlington, no, I don't think he's going to be a I don't think he's able to be called a favorite yet. Yes, he's been doing pretty good in the season, but if it took him this long to get a win, who knows how long it'll take him to get back in his consistent runs of wins and doing like much better. You sure about that? I feel like he's going to win all 10 races if not possible. I'm not saying five. he's doing bad, but he's gonna I'm get just five saying wins I don't here think goes Johan with his crazy predictions. He's going to get more wins than Kevin Harvick last year. He's going to get 10 all win, 10 straight and win the championship. You know what? Johan may be right that he would win 10. I mean, I don't think so, but I think he's been very unpredictable this season. I don't think that I I wouldn't put him down as a favorite to win it all. Um I think last year was his year to win it all because uh, he he was so dominant, but he's just really, um, like I said, he's just unpredictable. He's kind of all over the place. Like inconsistent. he does inconsistent. He does well. His He does really well in races. He finishes well, but he just, I don't know. He just hasn't, he hasn't uh, done 
what he did last year. So to be honest, I don't think he's in it to win it all this year either. Sebastian, what do you think? I don't think Denny Hamlin um, is a favorite to win. I I think there are eight other drivers in this field that have eight. A, yes, that are have better shot of winning a championship than him. Yes, even though he's already won one and he's already in the second round. Yes. All right, explain yourself real quick. So we have Kyle Larson, we have Chase Elliott, Joey Logano, Martin Truex Jr., William Byron, Ryan Blaney. Who are, who else is in the chase again? I don't know. I Wait, mean, you start you, naming everybody. You already, said Kyle, you already said Ryan Blaney, but you didn't get Alex Bowman. Chase yeah, I think Elliott. Bowman has a better shot. I think Christopher Bell has a better shot at getting in the four. Whoa, okay, that's that's too much. No. That's too much. Oh, that's right, right. He's round the twelve. The only He's one I can 12. definitely say probably doesn't have a better. The only one I can say who probably doesn't have a better chance than Denny Hamlin is, is Michael, Michael McDowell. McDowell. We already knew that. <laughs> okay, all right, guys. Let, 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 let's let's come back to reality here. Okay. Let me first let me answer. First of all, yes, I do think he's one of the the favorites and should have been a favorite going into it, especially because I picked him to win it all last week. I was so going to say, you I, have I to think that. that he's going to win it all. But but hold on. I made that pick before he won this week. And here's the reason why I think he still he, he's got to be considered the favorite. To win because it all. he's going to go 10 in a row. Well, OK, I don't think he's going to win 10 in a row. But hear me out. At so least five. When Giovanni said, well, it took him this long to win. You know what? Some people just got to get hot at the right time. And he has been consistent all year long. And when you look at the races that we love to watch, you only need to win one lap. And that's the last lap. And Denny Hamlin has positioned himself to do really well and to get himself together for this playoff run. It's not like he wasn't doing well and didn't have chances to win throughout the season. He was knocking on the door all season long. Kevin Harvick has had a a, a a more challenging Kevin Harvick's year. out round to 16. Hold it, on, man. You are just stop. throwing people off the bus here. No, I think Kevin Harvick's different because it's well documented in NASCAR news that there is a there is a, a an issue with the car and the and and the team in, in terms of 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 the technology and the rules package that has impacted Stuart Haas in a, in, a, in a different way. That's why Kevin Harvick right now is driving at a, a bit of a deficit. I still think he has a shot to win, um, but I I think Denny Hamlin has just had a great year. He just hadn't won until this past week. So I definitely think Denny Hamlin should be considered a favorite to win it all. And he's still my pick. I think he's going to he's gonna have a great run. And the last thing I'll say is, Karen, I know you were saying last year was his year. Let's be honest. He wasn't chosen to win it. He Well, but here's the thing. The year that Joey Logano won his championship, going into that playoffs, he you could have made the win. same exact statement, Karen. Last year was Joey Logano's year. Because the year before, he had an unbelievable run. He was hot, and he wasn't he, – he, he, and then he, that was the year with Matt Kenseth, right? Yeah, I was yep, Matt say, Kenseth he was taken him. out by he Matt was Kenseth. Taken out. So, so had that not – and he was leading that opportunity was taken away from him. Yes. Okay, so my point is – you could have made that same argument for Joey Logano, but he put his head down. He kept coming back, and he ended up winning because he got hot at the right time and won the championship. And I think that Danny Hamlin could possibly follow the same script. We'll see. We well, still got nine more races. We will see. But that's my thought. I mean, oh, Kyle Larson's not making the championship for Kevin Harvick did throw last year. 
Johan, you gotta Are stop you, throwing I, people off the Fortnite bus. You're not gonna have anyone to get to the say, island. Johan, no Johan is like round. throwing people left and right. I, I would be oh, worried. Oh, and Reddick's, uh, he's out too, the so he's on the wall. Like Do you people. have any playoff drivers left? <laughs> Chase Ellick, Kyle Busch, no, no, no. Joe Logano. His final four is probably Timmy Hill, Bubba Wallace, <laughs> M- Ryan Newman, <laughs> and yeah, you would. William Byron, and Ryan Newman winning the championship somehow. <laughs> Ryan Newman's a champion, boys. All right. All right. We shall see how t- uh, Denny Hamlin does in the next we'll few races. S- yeah, we'll see how it, it comes together for him, I think. Um, so, okay. So, yes, believe it or not, there was a lot going on in that race. Uh, but again, this was only race one of the playoffs. There was one more thing that we were supposed to talk about, and I, I actually completely forgot. Uh, and I want to go real quick around uh, around the room here and, and see what you guys think. So, we all saw Kyle Busch. He, let's just say he reacted very aggressively. And he was very upset at the end of his race uh, on Sunday. And so, one, what did you think about the way he reacted, the fact that he drove so aggressively into the pit area, and then the fact that he he cursed on, on, on live TV? All right. I want to go first. Okay. So when I saw this, when he wrecked, of course, I was like, ah, oh, man. Um, Austin Dillon wrecked him, and he seemed very angry when he drove. I mean – he didn't even stop in his pits and he drove straight to the back. Uh, the one thing that I want to mention about when he drove straight to the back is that um, he plowed through those uh, cones and he brought and, a cone and with there him. were people walking and I get that he was in, he was upset. But again, it's one of those things where you need to make sure that your emotions are in check because you when you don't have control of your emotions, you will do things that you're going to probably end up regretting. He got Had fine. he hurt somebody. Because people were dodging and moving out of the way. I mean, there was tire carriers, there was backstage people, um, handlers, and and pit crew members who were just walking back and forth because it's closed off to go to the back. So when he plowed through that, I was just like, that. My first thing was like, whoa, he needs to slow his his roll. Kyle Busch and he is got going suspended. to get in so much trouble for what he just did. That's even before he got any you know penalty or whatever. And so I was like. Well, that's a bit much. I know that he's very expressive with his emotions. He wears his, isn't that, he wears his emotions on his sleeve. sleeve, Yeah. You know, and he's very passionate about driving and that's great. That passion is great, but he really does need to get a hold of his emotions. I think that's probably why he's not a huge fan favorite. Uh, One of the things as he drove back into his holler, you could hear the cheers for him getting, you know, taken or to, to being out of the race. So then he gets interviewed after he comes out of the, um, out of the medical center and he's obviously frustrated and he shoots off two curse words. And again, right right when he said that, I was like, OMG, he's going to get in so much trouble for that. And it's one of those things again that, you know, he needs to be, he needs to just pull back, be pulled back. And I know like his brother had issues a few years ago too, with that, like just letting your tongue slip. And he's done a really good job of like, you know, Measuring, measuring what he says. and reeling yeah. that in. And I think Kyle just needs a little bit of that. Cause like I said, he's a talented driver. He's got so much, you know, talent and potential. And which is, I think, also one of the reasons that people don't like him because he's so talented. But um, yeah, I think his penalty was deserved. Okay. What do you guys think? Okay. So honestly, I think he was angry. I would be angry, but don't say bad words like like it's in your vocabulary 
But Kyle Bush should not be like doing that in front of people because so you got there, there are some wh- kids watching this. Yeah, and the kids should not be hearing bad words. Yeah. So so the lesson that we learned is you gotta watch what you say, right? Well, he also he also should think about being a better uh, an example. He's an example yes. to children. You know, some there's kids who are his. He's 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 their favorite driver and is a role model. I mean, yeah. we know one particular, you know, little boy who is a Kyle fan. Yeah, no, we know. And that's very true. Let me just say this real quick. I agree with your point. He needs to be careful with his emotions because doing that will mess him up. I will say NASCAR find him. What was it? Fifty thousand dollars. Fifty thousand dollars. And I looked up again and I still have not seen that they're going to dock him any playoff points. I disagree with that, and here's why. They set the precedent back in 2004 when my guy, Dale Jr., cursed at the end of a race, and his curse cursing was because he was excited. Again, does not excuse it. There's kids watching. He needs to be careful, and he apologized for it. But NASCAR actually fined him and penalized him 25 uh, playoff points and he was leading at the time and got knocked out and never recovered. And that would have been, that was his year to win a championship. Oh, uh, 2014? About, no, 2004. 2000. This was a long time ago, way before. I'm sorry, that just seems a little bit unfair. So they didn't penalize Kyle Busch. And I'm like, and I don't want to see, I want to see Kyle do well. And I actually do think he'll recover. But you already set the precedent and now you're not doing that. Again, It's it was a long time ago. Almost 17 years ago, but still, uh, I do think that Kyle Busch needs to be careful because he could get himself in a lot of trouble. And lose the championship. And lose the championship. But at and, least he does have a championship. And, and I still think he's got a shot to win his third, though. Sebastian, what are your thoughts on your driver? So I understand Kyle Busch. He's angry. And I feel that the curse ward is the fault of the NASCAR broadcast team rather than Kyle Busch. Because Kyle Busch wants to express his anger without going into a full-blown rant, cursing, like saying, Austin Dillon sucks. He shouldn't have gotten into me. Or I hate the fans because of how much they boo me. And blah, blah, blah. I'm sick and tired of this. I want to go home and just ponder why what I'm going to do next week. He wants to basically summarize what he's feeling. And so he's going to have to say a curse word for it. And I, would I, the I, same I thing be so, happening wait, wait. if it was if he just that's said not, crap? What, what? No, that's not that's not a good e- excuse. You're just saying that. No, he's but also the NASCAR broadcast team has censored before, and I feel like they should be on top. Sebastian, of this. they it want him live. to get in trouble. It was live. There may be a little bit of a delay. It still doesn't matter. You still need to be careful with what you say. He is a professional athlete, and part of his job is to be interviewed right after it happens, whether it's good or bad. That's part of the job. That's why these guys get paid so much money. If he can't handle that, then you know what? He's going to get penalized for it. And I, I, I'm i sorry. That was that's a bad excuse. I think you're just saying that. No, no. All right. I'm not saying he shouldn't have gotten fined. All right. He No, but you blame. What did you blame? NASCAR and the broadcast team? What? 
The, I feel bad for the broadcast. Do these Can you drivers imagine them in the back of the thing? They're like, oh my gosh, what button do we hit the press? Where's the like bleep freaking button? Freaking out. Yeah. They're, and then they're going to have to put it on delay. They you want him to get penalized. Does NASCAR tell these drivers not to curse? Of course they do. They know. It's like like they never rule. like to. It's, they're it's like, like you, cool Sebastian. Kids. Do I have to go tell you? Does your teacher every day have to come and tell you, hey guys, no cursing in the classroom? No. You all know you're not supposed to curse. They may say it early on. But they don't have to repeat it all the time. That doesn't mean that you can go do it just because you are upset. I I don't know. I don't agree with that, man. You got any other? You got any other excuses? Look, we all agree <laughs> your driver is super talented, and we want to see him do well. But that lame excuse of trying to blame somebody else because he cursed? No, 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 dude. It's yes. a matter of uh, getting a hold of your emotions, self control before you do something you're going to regret. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to remember this next time you do something oh. like it. This is not gonna be an excuse to curse, okay? Okay. Well, I had to express my emotions. I, I guess he's a little bit of Kyle Bush over here. Geo, any any comments on this topic? Save yourself. Any closing I, words? I know, you know, being a Joey Logano <laughs> fan, what are you thinking here? And I quote Kyle Petty on this. I'm not going to apologize for Kyle Bush's determination and wanting to his passion his passion and determination wanting to do better that's all i'll say all right all right well that's uh that's a that's a good way to end this part of the segment okay so now that we covered the race extensively uh real quick we'll just run through our race picks sebastian why don't you take us through our race picks of where everybody finished mom picked kyle bush who wrecked out and got 35th. Dad picked Brad Keselowski, who got 7th, which gave him one point. That was a surprise for me. I honestly thought he finished outside the top 10. I picked Kyle Larson, who finished 2nd, which got me 2 points, which makes me in front of Dad now, so that's good. Um, Gio got Denny Hamlin, who won the race, which means three points, man. Nice job. That's the first time I've ever won, like actually gotten three points. Like this season or ever? Ever. Oh. In our entire podcast history. Well, there you go. Maybe the closest I got was Kyle Larson. You might go on our playoff run. Let's see. You're actually not too far off your mom. You're only about eight points behind her and only five behind your brother. And two behind you. And two behind me. If I play good. And lastly, Johan picked Ryan Blaney, who got 22nd. Johan got on that Ryan Blaney train one week too late. <laughs> you were open for three in a row, huh? Yep. And now Blaney's out. He out of the round of sixteen. I'm, I'm, oh no, I'm done with you. The, the round's not you. done yet. We got two more races. Let's let's cool those jets before you get there. All right. So Sebastian, where is NASCAR going next week? Next week is race two of the playoffs, the Federated Auto Parts Salute to America Heroes 400 at Richmond Raceway. It's going to be a Saturday night race, so it's going to be quite the interesting one to see. Also, it's going to be mom's birthday. Happy birthday to you. Please don't give us copyright. I'm just singing this song to my mom today. Happy birthday. All right. Let's get into our race picks. It's the Let's Go Racing Family Picks of the Week. 
All right, as we said, uh, we are picking race number two of the playoffs in Richmond, the night race. Karen, you've been leading almost the entire season, so you pick first. Who do you have winning in Richmond? The driver that I really wanted to pick that I think is going to win, I can't because I've already chosen him. So I'm going back on the Kyle Larson bandwagon, and I think he's going to win at Richmond. Kyle Larson. All right. Let's see if he solidifies himself as the favorite. All right, Sebastian, you mentioned it earlier. You are now in second, so you pick number two. Who do you have winning at Richmond? My pick is my guy, Kyle Busch. He's going to bounce back, get a win, and prove why NASCAR should really think about how they handle the cursing situation. All right, Kyle Busch for the win. All right, so last week I chose Keselowski. I'm going to go with one of his teammates. And this week, I'm going to pick, yes, the number 22, Joey Logano, to win in Richmond. That means, Gio, you're up. I Did I steal your guy? No, actually, no, she relieved. did. Then he did. <laughs> and I was so afraid that you were going to steal him. But no, he landed right in the palm of my... Well, this was actually my third backup. So do me some good, Chase Elliott, please. All right, Chase Elliott, defending champion, coming back at Richmond. All right, Johan. Bring us home. Who do you have winning this week? I said he's going to win 10 in a row. Okay, but maybe five in a row, but 10 in a row. Let's go, Danny Hamlin. <laughs> Danny Hamlin. Well, you know what? I wouldn't be too surprised if he did pull off the win, so we'll see what happens. Those are our race picks for this week at Richmond. As we look to wrap up this week's episode, we actually have a special edition of Six Degrees of NASCAR. Sebastian is going to take us through, and it has to do with Marvel's Shang-Chi. And the Legend of the Ten Rings. It's Six Degrees of NASCAR, where we try to connect pop culture with NASCAR in less than six degrees of separation. All right, guys, Sebastian here. We're here for a new edition of Six Degrees of NASCAR. This week, in honor of of the release of Marvel's newest movie, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, I will be trying to connect one of the film stars, Aquafina, to NASCAR in less than six degrees of separation. Now, a little background on Aquafina. Aquafina is an American actress of Chinese descent who has been on the rise in the film industry. Aquafina has been featured in movies like Ocean's 8, Jumanji the Next Level, The Angry Birds Movie 2, Ryan the Last Dragon, and Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Now, you may be wondering, how am I going to connect Aquafina to NASCAR? Well, one of the movies I mentioned was Ocean's 8, and Aquafina was part of that movie. And Ocean's 8 is a spin-off of the Ocean's 11 series, which was directed by Steven Soderbergh. And Steven Soderbergh created the movie Logan Lucky, which involves characters and doing a heist 
at a NASCAR race and even features cameos from plenty of NASCAR drivers like Kyle Busch, Joey Logano, Kyle and Larson. Kyle Larson. And so that is how I'm going to connect Aquafina to NASCAR in less than six degrees of separation. That is really cool and so appropriate. And did you mention what she said in the movie and why we were why we wanted to do this? Oh yeah. In the movie, Aquafina um, drives a car and compares herself to Jeff Gordon. So Jeff Gordon got name dropped in a Marvel movie. I so, am happy. Quote her. What exactly does she say? I am the Asian Jeff Gordon. <laughs> and then yeah. she later proved it in the movie without giving away too many spoilers on some of her driving skills. So, yeah, that awesome. was actually a pretty cool shout out. Uh, the boys had... Uh, I actually, I think I was getting popcorn at the time. So it was early in the movie when that was, uh, when Jeff Gordon was name dropped. And so I actually missed that part of it. And then afterwards, you guys were like, hey, we're talking about NASCAR in the movie. I'm like, what? That's pretty awesome. It was Jeff Gordon name dropped. So, NASCAR yeah, and Aquafina. I like Aquafina. Yeah, she's and, pretty cool. And honestly, I didn't know how you're going to go because I'm like, Aquafina, like, I know she's done other movies, but I never thought you could connect her to NASCAR. So that was, that was really good. All right, so that's going to do it for us this week on our podcast. Giovanni, why don't you take us out? That's going to wrap up this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening on in. Consider subscribing, following our socials, and downloading our podcast episodes. Let's go racing family out. <laughs>